Hello, everyone. Welcome to this special mini episode of Is It Legal? I'm your host, Dave Plow. I'm sure most of you know that over the last month, Nepal has been hit by a 7.8 magnitude earthquake, which was then followed by a 7.3 magnitude tremor. They have combined to be the deadliest disaster in that country's history. We're bringing this up because one of our past guests, Jeff Papa, is a founding member of Yeti, which supports an orphanage in Nepal. I contacted Jeff last week to see if he'd be interested in giving us a quick interview to let us know how the orphanage is doing and to see if there was anything we could do to help out. First thing I'll ask is you've got the orphanage in Nepal that you work with. We know they've been hit with two earthquakes recently, uh, fairly strong. How's the orphanage? How are the people? They're actually fine. The people are fine. We had, we had two two major times there, the first major earthquake, and then there was a major aftershock. There have been several aftershocks, but the... There was a big aftershock that was almost as bad as the original earthquake. And in both, it was a little harrowing because it took a while to get news from anyone there. But in both cases, end up the orphans and the staff are all okay. After the first earthquake, the building was undamaged. And after the second big aftershock, um, there are cracks in the building now. But apparently those are cosmetic. We're waiting to see for sure that those are not actual damage to the structure. But apparently not, not a huge problem do you know when you'll find out how do you know about how long it's going to take to find out no i mean obviously they're still doing recovery efforts in terms of people and provision of services and so on and and the guys we work with there have other operations in the capital so i think this is not number one on their priority list because the kids are safe and it's in a rural area where there is food and water for now and there's there aren't any major problems for them the first night after the big earthquake they slept outside in sleeping bags and now they're in tents and they're staying there because they want to be careful that uh, number one to make sure there aren't any other big aftershocks that would bring the building down or harm someone and two that these new cracks aren't actually structural and that they would be dangerous to be in the building so they're fine staying in the tents and you know it's a tropical region so it's not like it's freezing at night right now or anything anyway so they're fine in the short term and once we get that determined we will um, decide whether there's any structural work to be done hopefully not but uh, you never know is there any way that people can help you guys out or anything that you have going on? Yeah, so what what we did, the, actually the day of the first earthquake, and we couldn't get an answer out of anyone there as to whether the kids were okay or not. And unfortunately, they ultimately were, but to where we went right away, because there were people that wanted to help, we said that any donations that Yeti received in the near future would go 100% towards earthquake recovery and somehow involving kids in Nepal and earthquake recovery. So the idea there being that if people wanted to donate, that would go to our operation, our kids, if it's needed. And if it's not, it will be 100% used for earthquake recovery to help some ki- kids in some form in Nepal, uh, all of it, 100% of it. Okay, so how would people go about making those donations? Well, um, if, if you know how to reach us, by check is great. Uh, otherwise, you can go to yetikids.org, Y-E-T-I-K-I-D-S.org. And there's a link there to a PayPal donation link. You don't need a PayPal account. You can just go there and, and um, donate using a credit card. Uh, or the address is on there to mail a physical check if you want to do that. And my contact info is on there if you want more information or you want to uh, meet up or, or discuss anything at, at further length. Just out of curiosity, after the initial earthquake happened, you said you couldn't get a hold of people. How long was it till you started getting reports back from them? Yeah, it was a while. Um, it was probably at least a day or day and a half later, and all of our normal contact channels via email and uh, phone or text, no no reply from any of the staff. And uh, eventually, 
I had I got really worried to start a direct Facebook messaging and Twitter messaging some of the orphans. There's some older ones there now, and um, it was eventually the orphans that started messaging back one and then a few more, and then eventually four or five of them were messaging, and that's how we found out that everyone was physically safe and how we found out that they were staying outside, and one of them sent you know, a photo of them outside in their sleeping bags to us. And it, it actually wasn't until a day or two after that that we heard from the staff. And apparently the problems with the communication meant that email wasn't really available, and that's how they were best communicating. But some of the kids had ac- actually had access to social media, which got to us quicker than than the staff. But we eventually heard from the staff, and we've been checking in with them regularly. And um, so we have that verified from them, not just the kids, that everything's fine and, and these issues with the cracks now in the building. Right. Okay, and just one more time, uh, just to reiterate, how can people donate? How can they help you guys out? If you don't know us, the easiest way is yetikids.org, Y-E-T-I-K-I-D-S.org, and that's for straight-up donations. And we also have several events. If you if you want to do something more social, we have several events. There's a, a bingo, Gen Con bingo event coming up at the end of July, on July 31st. You can find out more about that on our website. We also have an annual dinner and silent auction. We're planning several other events this year, so... There'll be plenty of opportunities to hang out and learn more, and we also will probably be traveling to Nepal if it's safe uh, for visitors, probably in September, and people are welcome to go with us on that, up to a maximum number, of course. Uh, anything else you got that you'd like to add? No, I just appreciate the opportunity to get the word out and uh, make sure the kids are okay, and appreciate all the help. All right, well, thanks for having us on. Thanks. thanks. That is it for this special mini episode. If you're interested in donating or taking part in any of the fundraisers Jeff mentioned, visit yetikids.org for more information on how you can help. And don't forget, you can listen to our first interview with Jeff by visiting our website at isitlegalpod.com or by searching Is It Legal on iTunes. Before we go, our sponsors at IU McKinney School of Law are very proud to send students around the world each summer to intern with governmental, intergovernmental, and non-governmental organizations on projects related to human rights. More information about their program in international human rights law can be found at mckinneylaw.iu.edu. That's it for me. I'll be back Tuesday with another full episode of Is It Legal?